Hey, hoop ballers, are you into sports betting? Do you want to know why a certain game has a funky line? Well, HoopBall has you covered. Today in sports betting is a great addition to all your handicapping questions with hosts Ira Silver and Devin Ellington. We break down game lines and future bets on all sports and try to make some money along the way. Follow us on Twitter at HoopBallGaming, at Ira Silver Magic, and at D-A-L-E-007. And download Today in Sports Betting in the App Store, Google Play, and available on Spotify. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Welcome back, Hoop Ball listeners, for another episode of NBA Today. Around the association, I'm one of your hosts, Doug. You can find me at Twitter, at Kentucky Pro Basketball. That's at KY Pro Basketball on Twitter. And I'm Brent, your other host, at The Fantasy Dick on Twitter. And we're here to bring you all the news and highlights from inside the bubble, from outside the bubble. That's right. So let's get to it. So uh, a lot of drama going on in the bubble right now. There's been a lot going on this week, uh, week, Brent, from the last time you and I were on here. Uh, Let's get to some of the news. So... I know that uh, there's been a lot of drama. It sounds like the players are really kind of getting under each other's skin right now. They're being in the bubble for so long, being cooped up. You know, tensions are running kind of high. We're starting to see not only injuries, but we're also starting to see some drama between players. Oh, yeah. Uh, the other night, uh, Kyle Lowry and Aaron Gordon kind of went after it after that uh, that play in the game. Uh, Kyle Lowry was, uh, was you know, kind of blindsided by Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon called him a few choice names, I guess we could say, uh, Kyle Lowry wasn't wasn't backing down. He uh, he basically said, "Okay, come find me. Here's my room number." He actually gave him his room number and said, huh. "Come find me. We can handle this like men." Watch. So, it turns out it's uh, Pat Goldstein's room number. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it was me, I would have given uh, I would have given Sergi Baca's number myself instead of Pascal. <laughs> He's a big old boy. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of see where they're coming from. I mean, they've been in the bubble for a little while now, away from their family, kind of cooped up in their rooms, kind of getting that cabin fever going on. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, tensions are running high. They're not getting the, the normal you know, prepping that they're used to with their ass and their massages and everything. <laughs> uh, you know, tensions are running high, and it's it's not a good time for these guys. They're not what they're used to, that's for sure. I guess fishing uh, can only relax you so much <laughs> before it just starts to get boring. Yeah, I, you know, I'm not a big fisher person, but uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't bowl either. But apparently, there's a bowling, uh, bowling arena. What do you call it? Uh, bowling lanes, bowling, and, bowling alley. alley in the in the hotel. <laughs> yeah, in the hotel. See, I'm not a bowling person. I can it's tell. In the hotel, and these guys have been bowling. So, uh, you know, there's they they found other things. I saw James Harden was working on his uh, his fadeaway cornhole game uh, the other day. So, <laughs> well, I know they're, um, they're trying to do everything. They- I know Chris Paul is a big bowler. He does a celebrity bowling event. He has nice form. As a, I'm a I'm a longtime bowler. Uh, I've done a lot of leagues, tournaments, things like that, and and so I've been following it for a while. And and Chris Paul's uh, celebrity tournament is always fun. And he's got a good uh, he's got a good role. Nice. Okay. Uh, I guess that's <laughs> good for bowling. Have a good role. Is that how they how they say it? And those no. are the types of yeah. uh, they, little nuggets you'll get from us each week. That's right. Uh, you know, honestly, before we got on here, you know, you were telling me about some other NBA drama that was going on down there in the bubble between PG and, I guess, uh, Damian Lillard. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Uh, speaking of fishing, because I, I was on Instagram today and saw a picture of Paul George on a fishing boat 
and uh, he was he had some hashtag of like uh, let's just let it go or you know something like that. You know he's obviously trying to get away from some of the drama that happened last night where Damian Lillard had had a post where he, he made some comment about how uh, he's eliminated these guys the last couple of seasons and Paul George left a left a comment under his post and said and you're getting sent home this year back or something like that. Ooh. So I'm sure I'm mangling uh, what they said. Damian Lillard had something to do with, hey, it, no, or he's like, total respect to these guys, but I've been sending them home the last couple of years. And, and Paul George is like, oh, nope, this year we're sending you home. So that oh. caused a little bit of drama. Of course, Patrick Beverly has a nose for drama, and, and he was right there oh, yeah. during the pot. So yeah, it definitely uh, tensions are on the rise. And anyone who's been married or in a long relationship where you live together, you know, no matter how much you love each other, just being around someone every day to start to get under your skin a little bit and these guys not only that these guys are, are playing at the highest competitive levels they just want to beat each other they no matter what the stakes are in this case it's you know a run at the championship you know tensions are high yeah absolutely no i get it i get it but you know there's some other things that have been going on in the bubble too you know with enos canner and his uh his long-standing relationship with uh with turkey and the country he's from he actually uh went a little bit further than I've seen most people go when it comes to their masks. I don't know if you saw, but he has a uh, custom mask that was made that has a digital display. And you can type in whatever you want and it actually scrolls across the front of his mask. Like the Goodyear you Blimp? Read what, exactly. You can read the Goodyear Blimp message that he's trying to get across <laughs> to you. Uh, and, of course, the, 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 the message that he chose was basically slamming the, the president of Turkey. So, uh, you know, that's, that's a pretty bold statement there, but... You know, he's had a, a long run in with uh, with you know the law uh, over there and, and then yeah. trying to uh, tackle him. But uh, I thought that was a pretty neat mask. I mean, he's kind of kind of you know people print masks and they do all these you know neat things that the the masks from the COVID is you know has been a, become a thing. They come out with whatever print or whatever saying they want to do. But that was pretty neat to see. I mean, that's that's some definite some some techie ingenuity there. I like it. You know, humans are resilient. You know, throw a problem like a global pandemic, trap us inside for a while and people are going to get creative. And it was only a matter yeah, of time before, yeah, something techie came out, uh, whether it was going to be like, uh, I don't know if you've seen The Watchmen with Rorschach and, and his mask that yeah. the, ink, the ink blots move around. been waiting to see something like that. I don't know why I didn't think of it earlier, but the Goodyear blimp Wall Street scroll type of thing makes total sense. He's smart. Okay. He'll allow, like, a he'll, he'll set up a Patreon, and you could type in a comment. That'll come up. I think some baseball stadiums have that where you could text like go team go or something from your phone to a certain number and okay. they'll put it up on the big screen. Maybe that he can have nice. Kenny, he can have people send messages in that'll scroll on his mask throughout yeah, the day. Yeah, hopefully it won't be anything too vulgar because, you know, oh, not I also internet did here. Um, yeah, <laughs> I also heard in the bubble of uh, some people, you know, there was a lot of talk when this uh, bubble first started that the NBA was going to have an anonymous tip line out there for people to kind of tattletale or snitch on uh, other players and, and other executives that weren't, you know, abiding by the bubble rules and whatnot. But hey, it Doug, sounds like from what I'm seeing. Doug, yeah. real quick, on the tip line, do they have a thing where it disguises your voice? So when you call in, it so you don't recognize uh, Giannis, Giannis in like his, the in FBI, his uh, witness protection? Yeah, so it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh somebody on my team, uh, you know, had a, a, a hustler going into their room last night. I don't know if they're going to go that far with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> that that'd have been funny though. But uh, yeah, no, it, it looks like people are completely skipping that all together though, Brent. They're they're uh, from what I understand, uh, players and executives are calling straight to Adam Silver. 
I mean, right can you be? Can you imagine being Adam Silver? You know, yeah, like ten thirty at night, you're trying to sleep after a long day <laughs> of games, and all of a sudden your phone's bringing off the hook because somebody went and got chicken wings when they weren't supposed to. I mean, <laughs> that's why he hires other people. You know, that's why he hired somebody to run the tip line, right? Man, one, how how do they have his number? You know, for one, where I, I mean, does, does every NBA player just happen to have his number? Did Chris Chris Paul, you know, president of the Players Association, did did he uh, hand it out to everybody and say? Hey, hey, don't forget this tip line. Go straight to the man. Yeah, that'd be like a, a guy in IT having Steve Ballmer's number and he works for Microsoft. Yeah, know? exactly. How, how do you get the how do you get yeah. a head guy, you know? How do you get his number? Is it something that's in your Rolodex, you know, an agent, a guy who knows a guy? Yeah. You know? I don't think Bill Gates is getting woken up in the middle of the night by Trisha in accounting saying that her her cube mate Bob keeps asking her out and she doesn't like it. Yeah, that's just kind of odd, but uh, they're not using the tip line going straight to Adam Silver. That's a whole new level right there. It looks like, though, that some good news for the NBA. I think this is a third time now that no players have tested positive. So 343 players that are tested for uh, COVID-19, the coronavirus, down in the bubble, uh, zero positive tests have come back for that. So that's, uh, that's good to hear. It sounds like whatever they're doing is working. Well, I think 343 St. Louis Cardinals tested positive for COVID. It's nice to hear a sport yeah, actually right. getting it right. I am in a couple fantasy baseball leagues. I've seen so many postponed games because the teams don't have any players because they're all testing positive or the it, it's running through the clubhouse. It's like, look, I realize yeah. bubbles are yeah. don't work really well in a lot of sports. They could have used Arizona and Florida where they do spring training games because they're not having any fans anyway and just had all the teams, you know, yeah. separated in those two spots. Uh, the NBA is doing it right. And, you know, that's why it's my favorite sport and, and why I think the NBA is, uh, you know, on its way to, to passing soccer as the world's greatest game. Yeah, that'd be great. You know, uh, it, it's it's interesting to see how well the NBA is done and, and everything. I mean, they have, they have, you know, famous people even coming to their virtual board the, uh, the virtual fans all the other day. You know, we talked about this last week. Yeah. And you had Paul Pierce and you had Chris Bosch. So the update this week on the virtual fans is Little Wayne and Shaq. Whoa. Wow. That must have been some yeah. sight. Were they sitting right next to each other? Yeah. No, they weren't. It was, I think, even separate games. But uh, somebody also had their pet goat uh, on the, the virtual board, too. I mean, a pet goat just sitting there watching the game. And I don't know if that was a. Uh, now, how that could be, because the GOAT, I think, was actually playing. It was the Lakers playing. So the GOAT, LeBron, is out there on the court. So uh, I don't know you, what GOAT that was. You know who the GOAT's favorite player is, right? Kemba. The goat? All right, yeah. that was off the top of my head. Good but one, my come on. <laughs> I know. Hey, but, but honestly, let's, let's, get, let's talk about this a little bit. I, I'm a little uh, Doug's hot take. Okay. Uh, so, you know, the, the NBA and the announcers and, and all that, they're referring to this electronic digital uh, fan board as virtual fans. Come on, these aren't virtual fans. These are legitimate fans. They're fans, fans. They're just yeah. on a virtual board. So can we please stop calling this virtual fans? The NBA, we have real fans, okay? We don't have virtual fans. That's right. We have real fans. None of us are bots. So yeah. stop referring to us as a virtual fans. You could just say the fans that are on the virtual board are the fans that are on the digital board, but stop saying virtual fans that we're real. What would you call them? Di That's it. Digital, That's my hot digital fans? Or, I would uh, call them fans. On the on the on the uh, the digital board. That makes sense. We're there. That's we're fans. We just happen to not be there in our physical bodies. You know, it was the NBA who said we couldn't be there. It wasn't us. Good point. Good point. I think yeah. we should. Uh, yeah. I think we have a case here, and I think we need to write a letter to the to the NBA's marketing department and get this corrected. 
as soon as possible. I'm Doug Potts, and I approve this message. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, but uh, so you know, we we talked about the good news uh, in the bubble. We talked about the uh, the positive uh, the positive results. I would say the, the negative results about the coronavirus. You know, no positive tests. But one thing we I do want to mention is uh, there was one player that did leave the bubble uh, this last week. Uh, unknown the reason why. Uh, Kendrick Nunn from uh, Miami Heat has uh, left the NBA bubble um, to go to a family emergency. Unknown the reason. Um, hopefully everything is fine back home. He can get it squared away. He does plan, however, to rejoin his team back uh, in the Orlando bubble by the playoffs. So it looks like Miami's going to be there. And so, yeah, they absolutely do. So Miami's going to be there. And it sounds like the, he has time to go home, take care of whatever business he needs to take care of. And, get back in time for the, the playoffs. So that'll be good hey, to see. Life happens. I mean, you got, what, 300-something players, you said. You know, something something's going to come up in life where you have to be there, a baby being born, a family member getting sick. And, you know, we, we might joke around and, and joke around about, the you know, these little uh, tiffs and stuff going on in the NBA. But, you know, these are real people and they have real lives. And, you know, trapping anybody in a situation like that is, is difficult. Yeah, they get paid a lot of money. But at the end of the day, money's not everything. Family's much more important. And, you know, I hope it's something, uh, you know, that, that'll pass and, and he could get, you know, make sure everything he feels good and he can come back and play well because that Miami Heat team is where they are because of Kendrick Nunn's emergence. And he is yeah. uh, somebody to keep an eye on. And if you're in DFS, uh, you know, we're not a DFS show necessarily, but big boost to Tyler Hero, I would say, who's Absolutely. already been coming on strong. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, Tyler Hero is somebody, obviously, I've been watching for a while coming out of Kentucky. It was good to see, yeah. you know, he, he came on onto the scene pretty strong. Kendrick Nunn and him were really neat to see play. And now that Kendrick Nunn's out, like you said, Tyler Hero is definitely the, the go-to guy now when it comes to that spot and, and, and stepping up, you know? Yeah, well, they're missing Drogic and Butler, both dealing with injuries, too, and now Kendrick leaving. There's a lot of offense, offensive shoes to fill there. Right. And you're talking about injuries, you know, there, there's been a lot of injuries come up, um, but a lot of these injuries that are coming up aren't season-ending injuries. There's been a few. Right. Yes, there has been a few. Jonathan Isaac being of one. Uh, he did have surgery the other day. It looks like he is on the road to recovery now, so surgery went well for Jonathan Isaac. Um, however, uh, JJJ, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. from Memphis, he oh, did... And they did announce that he has an injury to his meniscus. He has a meniscus tear. Uh, and so he's he's going to be out for the season. There is an injury to Jamal Crawford from Brooklyn. Uh, but that was basically because the guy's 41-some years old. Brent, that's like you or me getting out there. I mean, of course, we're not conditioned like he's a pro athlete. But 41 years old, like you said in the last pod, it's hard sometimes to get out of bed. This oh. guy's out here playing basketball. You know, but for five minutes and uh, got a, a hamstring injury. I mean, look, he also sat out for a long time. To come back at that age with that kind of time off, it was bound to happen. He looked great. Hopefully he, you know, I, I, the Suns, you know, most more than likely aren't going to make the playoffs, even though they're having a uh, Cleveland Indians in the movie Major League type run right now. I think mm -hmm. I, I posted a tweet the other day and I said, I think uh, the last uh, locker room speech they said in Phoenix before the op before this before this bu these bubble games started was uh, there's only one thing left for us to do win the whole effing thing. I <laughs> uh, hope maybe I'm older. I don't know how young or what our what age our fan base is here, but uh, that movie Major League is is one of my favorites of all time. And Suns are on an epic run just like that. Yeah. And, and Doug, were you going to mention the the big injury that I saw today? Uh, what's that? Ben Simmons leaving the bubble to go have knee surgery. 
to remove right, loose, yes. loose bodies in his knee. Yeah. Uh, he should be back for the playoffs. Sixers, obviously a scary team without Ben Simmons, and they are a championship sleeper with Ben Simmons. You know, even though mm-hmm. sometimes there's an awkward fit and people have said, you know, maybe in one of him or Embiid or Simmons has to go. I don't know. I think when it comes time for the playoffs, we're going to make that work. Uh, yeah, so that's something to something to keep an eye on, you know, and if, and if you're on DFS, you know, look for uh, maybe Shake Milton to, to get a lot of run here and, and, be, and have to take on more of the offensive load. And, you know, I think Shake Milton was a good pickup as it was. He was borderline uh, with Ben Simmons in. Now with Ben Simmons out, Shake Milton's going to be uh, definitely a worthwhile pickup there. Hey, you know what? And speaking of great pickups, let me tell you about the Lawnmower 3.0 from Manscaped.com. Did you know that engineers spent 18 months to redesign the greatest trimmer ever created? And then they just released the new and improved, like I said, the Lawnmower 3.0. This third generation trimmer is designed to reduce manscaping accidents thanks to its advanced skin safe technology with a cutting edge ceramic blade. The Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium piece of equipment with a 90 minute battery life an LED light for cutting in low-light scenarios, and a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. To get your lawnmower 3.0, go to manscaped.com and use promo code HOOPBALL20. That's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0 to get 20% off and free shipping. That's HOOPBALL20 for 20% off and free shipping. Get yours today and get trimming. Now, you know, uh, another good pickup for Portland was Skinny Mellow. You know, Skinny Mello, he's lost a lot of weight down there at the bubble. And the other night, I don't know if you saw, Brent, on Tuesday night, he was playing, uh, Portland was playing Houston. And if you remember correctly, Houston actually cut uh, Carmelo Anthony after about 10 games of play this year. They didn't feel that he was good enough, wasn't fitting into their rotation. And the other night, Carmelo Anthony actually hit the game-winning dagger over Houston to seal that game. I just thought that, you know, karma came back to bite them there for sure. Oh, that had a feel nice. Uh, Car- Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony there, I guess. There you um, go. Man, I worked hard for that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I you know, when, when you can't blame it all on Houston, I don't think Carmelo was in the headspace just yet. No matter what he said publicly, I don't think he was in the headspace to to be a bench player, to take a back seat, to be a role player. Getting that year off where you know he was supposedly blackballed, uh, I don't know about that. Ask ask Colin Kaepernick about what real blackballing looks like. Portland needed Mello. They had a bunch of injuries. They gave him a chance, and and he came in in the right headspace. He he knew he was a role player. He knew the, who the stars were on that team. And he's taking full advantage, and it had to feel really good for him to to hit that shot and and be on a team that that looks like they're gonna just sneak into the playoffs. And with the way Nurkic is playing and Collins, Zach Collins seems to be getting his, his his feet back. I feel pretty bad for Whiteside. Honestly, he had such a huge year, and 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 he looked like he was showing his old team that maybe they made a mistake, and now he's really taking a back seat. Uh, to Nurkic, who's just been a beast, <laughs> but you know Portland, Portland is is going to be a scary team in the playoffs, even playing the Lakers because they have the size to match up against LA, and they have they have a genuine superstar in Lillard. So you know, don't count the the Blazers out, uh, even if they get in at the eighth seed. But yeah, I got to feel good for Melo. And you were saying before we went on, somebody actually tried to help guarantee Portland was going to be the eighth seed. Talk to me more about that. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the uh, that's the whole Kawhi Leonard is is 
is uh, playing chess while the rest of us are just playing checkers type of move where they say that, uh, you know, he just he decided to uh, take a rest day so that his team would have a chance, uh, a better chance of losing so that the Blazers would get the A seed so they would have to play the Lakers. I mean, I, I, I have a hard time believing somebody made a decision to to cause their team to lose just to spite another team. I think that might be uh, a conspiracy, a true conspiracy thought up, you know, by somebody who wants some underhanded things like that to be going on. But it is fun to think of, of Kawhi Leonard doing the Mr. Burns, like, excellent fingers somewhere in his in a room in Orlando or out on a fishing boat, you know, mapping out the, you know, how how he wants to uh, the future to go according to his will. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, he was due for a rest day. We knew he was going to get rest days, you know, so I think it was just a coincidence that, that it happened to be now. But uh, it is fun to think about. What do you think about it? Yeah, you know, I don't know if that's really true. Kawhi Leonard takes a lot of time off. You know, and that's that's one of one thing that uh, Charles Barkley said. He really couldn't think of, you know, uh, having Kawhi Leonard as an MVP candidate because he hasn't really played many games. You sure. know, he, he he does a lot of rest days. So I don't know. It is it does sound a kind of you know tinfoil hat kind of conspiracy theory. But I mean, right now with the way the bubble is and how crazy it is down there, it wouldn't put it past me that you know a lot of these teams are really trying to play chess. Uh, you know, to try and to strategize to get the right playoff spot, put other teams up against other teams to where, you know, they can kind of lose. And a lot of people are saying that Portland is going to be a tough handle for uh, for Lakers. You know, Lakers yep. are going to kind of struggle with Portland and, and you know, Dame Dalla down there. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm kind of nervous as a Lakers fan to have Portland out there, especially now whenever you've got the, like you said, Zach Collins and Nurchik back. But it's going to be a definitely interesting to see. But, you know, one night that Kawhi Leonard did not take off was uh, on Tuesday night whenever uh, they played the Suns and the undefeated Suns, I should say. Because, boy, oh, boy, I don't know if you saw that buzzer beater by old uh, Kentucky Wildcat Devin Booker at the end of the game. Yeah, he had that turnaround jumper in the face of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. uh, And, and, you know, they got some great defense on Those are two some of the the better uh, players in our league. And Devin Booker is definitely on his way up. The guy is going to be an all-star superstar for years to come. I really wish he can find a way to get uh, onto a better team uh, than being wasting his talents down there in, in Phoenix. Sorry, Phoenix fans, if you're out there listening, you know we still love you. But Devin Booker needs uh, he needs some good structure around him. Uh, but man, he's he's lighting it up, and they are undefeated right now. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how this works out tonight because they're going to be playing uh, another team that I'm actually looking forward to. To seeing them play yeah it's going to be the phoenix suns against the miami heat and like i said with no kendrick nunn uh, it'll be interesting to see if this uh, miami heat team can and deal the phoenix suns their first loss of the bubble yeah well and possibly no butler and, and drogic i haven't checked recently but the the cool the thing so i have a few things to, to hit on here one the free free Devin booker movement started by draymond green on right. twitter i believe draymond <laughs> Look, I'm a Warrior fan. I love Draymond. He, you know, he is a huge, no matter what anybody says, without Draymond, we don't win those championship games. He's He was the heart and soul defensive player of the year. Amazing player. But he always finds a way to get himself into a headline somehow, mm-hmm. even when they're, he should just be sitting at home thinking about, let's make headlines by playing really well next year and getting back to where, We've come to expect the Warriors to be. I, I, if I'm Devin Booker, do I really want to be free? 
You look at how the team's playing right now without Ubre, without Baines in there. They are killing it. They have great young pieces. Ricky Rubio has completely rejuvenated as as the as the starting point guard there. I mean, playing along, he, he's the perfect point guard to have with a guy like Booker. He when Booker's drawing those double teams, Rubio can uh, can score. He's not he's not known as being the greatest shooter, but if you leave him wide open, he's an NBA player who's going to knock him down. He's also a very unselfish point guard. He can light up the scoreboard, but he's really a pass-first point guard, and so and he does a great job of, of setting up Booker. Then you have Aiton, who has really taken a step forward and just looks to be completely dominant. His outside game will develop, but let him be one of those inside presence right now, and, and that inside-out game with with Booker and him is awesome. And, you know, you got other pieces there, Mikel Bridges. Like I said, you have Oubre, who's not even playing right now. The the Suns are on their way up. Does Booker need to go to another team, or does he want to stay and be that guy who, who brings the Suns, Suns to prominence? The other thing I wanted to hit on was your Lakers. You'd brought up your Lakers and being worried about them. They've had some, some injury issues, and LeBron James, you know, that hamstring, he's coming back to play today, uh, and, and Anthony Davis is playing today, so it wasn't too serious. But was it the groin or the hamstring? Maybe it was the it groin was, issue. Yeah, the groin. So the groin thing is a lingering thing that he's yeah. been going on now. But to be honest with you, Brent, you know, I was kind of looking at that going, okay, now is this because the Lakers have locked up the number one seed and they don't have to get their players out there? So, you know, I was thinking tonight that AD was going to take the break tonight. And LeBron was going to play, but it looks like you, like you said, they're both playing. So I don't really know about that. I know that there are a lot of teams that are resting their players. Um, you know, we can get into the, the possibilities of the Pelicans getting to the playoffs, you know, but they rested Zion last night for that game. You know, there's talk now. It's like, do they, do they shut Zion down for the rest of the season? Do they give him, you know, a couple minutes each game? Do they you know, play him his full allotment of minutes to get him some play time? You know, so a lot of teams are resting some of their stars because they're either trying to jockey for the right positioning or they don't feel that there's, you know, the team is going to be that they're playing is going to be competition. So there's definitely, like you said, a lot of chess going on, chess going on to figure out where we want to be and what players we need to rest and get ready for. Look, I get it. I get it with Celtics resting Kemba. I get it with the Clippers resting Kawhi or even George. I get it with the Lakers resting Davis and LeBron. I get it. I get you know I get they're in the playoffs. They've they've got great seeding. They have championship hopes. I don't get shutting down Zion. You have all you have maybe not a normal off season before next year. Maybe that's part of it. But come on, let the kid play. He's dying to play. The fans want to see it. You know, I, yeah, I know he's got a long career ahead of him and blah, 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 blah. But just see what the kid can do. Let him have some fun and play. He's, he's I mean, look, there's always a chance someone's going to get hurt. But this is for the fans. You're losing money already by not having fans be able to come and watch. Give the fans something to get excited about for next year because who knows what the situation is going to be. If you're going to even be able to have fans next year, you're probably going to need another bubble. Get the fans excited, and the fans love Zion. Give them what they want. Yeah, I, I completely agree to a certain extent. But, you know, if he does go out there and get injured in this next game or next two games when it's obvious they're not going to make the playoffs, think about how, you know, David Griffin has to answer for that. 
you know, if Zion gets injured, you know, and there's nothing to actually be out there playing for, and that's like your rock and your big draw, and he gets injured, you know, that that's a big that's a big you know task to to answer for. Why did you even put him out there when there was nothing to play for? So there's yeah. there's good and bad pros and cons for both. But the the Suns are are undefeated at this point. Like we said, the Lakers have uh, secured the number one seed. Uh, a couple other things that are really play into this. The Pels need to actually win out. So they need to win every single game that they have to even have a chance to uh, to do a, a playoff tournament to get into the playoffs. Um, the Wiz, the Wizards were actually eliminated uh, last night, so they're officially not in the playoffs. Um, Brooklyn clinched a playoff spot. You know, a funny thing about Brooklyn, they worked so hard, and Karis LeVert and that team, you know, has, has really came to the bubble. They've taken it upon themselves to play the best that they can play and, and really get give a good name to the Brooklyn franchise. You know, um, KD and... Kyrie Irving, uh, uh, Jordan, they decided not to go down there, not to play, and that's their, fully their right. I get it. But what came out yesterday was Brooklyn, when they clinched the playoffs, what that did because of contracts, it actually secured Kevin Durant an extra $1 million bonus <laughs> because his team made the playoffs. He had it in his contract that if his team made the playoffs, he'd get a $1 million bonus. So this is a guy who hasn't played for this team at all. He's never played for Brooklyn. Hasn't even laced them up and got on the court yeah. for Brooklyn. His team makes the playoffs and he gets an extra $1 million bonus. How crazy is that? Easy money sniper. Easy that's money a, sniper. <laughs> wow. That's exactly that's, right. Hey, look, um, you know, say what you will about Kevin Durant and he's still a good businessman or he has good agents. And uh, yeah, that was a smart move. I mean, hey, uh, you know, Brooklyn and Brooklyn had a good base. That was the whole reason uh, Kyrie and, and and Durant chose them over the Knicks was they have a really good base. But even, it's not even their their good base that they're playing with right now. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's a I mean, it's crazy. It's like uh, Tyler Johnson, who they got from, who wasn't even with them all year. He was at the Suns, and then uh, you know Gary Temple and. Uh, Joe Harris and I mean yeah good for the Nets great I mean I feel I'm happy for their fans it's been a tough year you know you get you get so excited to see Duran and and Kyrie come to your team and then you're like oh no sorry they're not going to really play that much uh, at all you're just going to have to wait to see what that looks like and who knows with Kyrie you might be waiting forever I, I don't the guy just can't stay healthy, whether it's shoulders or knees or just any of his joints just are not are not working and I think he just didn't. I think Kyrie just didn't go down to Florida because he thought, you know, he might fall off the edge of the the flat Earth <laughs> trying to go down there. It's a little bit too close to the edge for him. There you go, exactly. So you know, you've you've got uh, the Spurs, the Pelicans, the Suns, the Trailblazers, all fighting for that ninth seed. And that ninth seed, they want to fight for that so that they can have a right to play the eighth seed, which is currently being held by the Grizzlies right now. So as long as they're within four games of the eighth seed, it's going to be a play-in tournament to get to the, the finals, uh, to the uh, the playoffs. So so out of all those teams that are going there, who's your thought, Brent, on who do you think is going to actually get to that ninth seed and earn the right to, for a play-in tournament to uh, to play the eighth seed to get in? Uh, yeah, San Antonio, Portland, New Orleans, Phoenix, and Sacramento. I think Portland is going gonna, is gonna to make it in. I think Portland is going to be the team. Um, I think this is just too much for the other those other teams to have to overcome. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for San Antonio even having to be there. <laughs> it was, 
with all the guys who just didn't want to play or were injured. I, what do you think? I'm, I'm calling Portland. Well, I'm, well, Portland's sitting at the ninth seed, and Memphis is sitting at the eighth currently. Portland is only a game and a half behind. So as long as they make up that difference, they're going to be. Uh, they could possibly end up being the eighth seed if they if they play well. Uh, which will be pretty phenomenal because Damian Lillard said, you know, hey, there's no sense in us going down to the bubble unless there's a, an, a, an option for us to make the playoffs. And it looks like they've done as much as they can to at least get to the ninth seed. So no matter what, they're going to be playing in the play-in tournament. But they may be playing as the eighth seed or they may be playing as the ninth seed. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies really haven't played well down no. in the bubble. Uh, Phoenix has been playing very strong. Like I said, they're undefeated, but I think it's going to be really hard for them to make up those games. But, you know, San Antonio's uh, a, a game, two games behind the eighth seed. Uh, New Orleans is uh, two and a half games. Phoenix is two and a half games. And Sacramento Kings, which have been playing absolutely horrible since they've been oh, down there. Yeah. Uh, the Kings are uh, three and a half games behind the eighth seed. So, uh, in my opinion, I think it's going to be uh, it's going to end up being Portland and Memphis, but I do think that Portland may overtake Memphis to be the eighth seed. So, opinion, it's Memphis and Portland to be the the two that are going to be in the play-in tournament. But you know, I'm not willing to bet on it. But I tell you what, if you were going to bet on it, you need to go to my bookie. My bookie is a home run, slam dunk, triple overtime, game-winning shot, all wrapped up into one. I love it, Brent. You love it. And that'll be all that the listeners need to hear in order to start betting today. Yes, My sir. bookie has up to the minute odds on all your favorite teams. And with the start of the NBA bubble already here and rolling, there's never been a better time to start playing. With My Bookie, it's easy. You bet, you win, and they pay. Yeah, and smart bettors, Doug, they're always looking towards the future. And in this case, that means not only basketball, but hockey and football. In My Bookie, they're already accepting bets on all of your favorite NBA, NHL, and NFL games. Uh, there's never been a better time to start exploring the world of online sports betting. And, you know, the big deal is if you join today, uh, MyBookie will match your deposit 100%. Plus, they're going to give you a free $10 MLB future wager. And all you have to do is enter promo code HOOPBALL. That's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, HOOPBALL, when you're signing up. And remember, at my bookie, the terms are simple. You bet, you win, and they pay. That's right. And uh, much like uh, the Portland Trailblazers and Memphis Grizzlies, if you, you, you bet on them, you're going to get a payout. Like I said, the two of them, in my opinion, are going to be in the playoff tournament. So yeah. I think we're going to see Whew. one of them two against L.A. Um, I, I would love, you know, what do I think is going to happen is I think what you say is going to happen. What do I want to happen is I want – Either the Phoenix. Well, you want your the, sons. You want well, your you sons, the sons the or the Pelicans because I want to see Zion play. I think the Ingram has been amazing. I want to see uh, Drew Holiday. I want to see. I want to see that that team is so much fun to watch. But the Suns would just be the feel good one of the feel good stories of the year. I mean, that's going to be the SB. What is the S? Isn't there an SB category for like team of the year or something? If they're able right. to to play themselves in to the to the playoffs and even make may even make it to like the actual playoffs i mean how fun would that be uh to yeah. see booker and those guys keep that run going so we'll see and we got what like four three or four games left 
it's going to be a pretty exciting week of basketball. Yeah, I think that they were going to have to definitely uh, beat uh, Miami tonight. And I think, you know, like yeah. you had mentioned, they did just announce that Derek Jones Jr., Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Jay Crowder, and Bam Adebayo, they'll be starting that team tonight. Jimmy Butler and Kendrick Nunn are uh, off the uh, the team for tonight. So that does give, you know, Phoenix a pretty good shot to uh, to win their fifth straight game uh, down there in the bubble and hopefully like you said hopefully it continues because right now they're the only undefeated team down there so it could ha- definitely happen uh so that's gonna be a really fun game i'm definitely gonna be watching that one. Mm-hmm. absolutely I'm, I'm excited to uh to get off and of course the listeners are already gonna know who won that game so uh you know hopefully it was uh phoenix i'm looking forward to seeing them win that'd be nice but one other thing i wanted to talk about tonight on the podcast is kind of my last topic that i have brent and that's some news that came out that's not necessarily related to the bubble itself um, but uh, closer to a team that I think you like, and that's Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry. Uh, of course, you know we, you know, Golden State Warriors are not in the playoff bubble. Uh, they've been out of the the play uh, the um, you know the the league for a little bit now when it comes to what they've been playing. That they didn't get invited down to the bubble. Uh, in fact, I think that they're going to end up having the first uh, first pick in the draft this year because of how low they were. But off the court, Steph Curry has uh, been doing some wondrous things. Uh, they just announced. Uh, Under Armour is going to give Steph Curry his own shoe line under their brand. So much like you've got uh, Michael Jordan, who has the Jordan brand under the Nike, the overall arching uh, umbrella, Steph Curry is going to get his own shoe line under Under Armour. Uh, in the last few years with Curry there, um, you know, whenever it first kind of kicked off, it was it was basically, well, I think for a while there, it was Nike and Reebok back in the day and uh, uh, Adidas. Uh, nobody really understood what Under Armour was, but Steph Curry selected that uh, shoe brand, and uh, it looks like it's definitely paid off for him, and, and he's done well with that. So congrats to Steph Curry for the uh, his own shoe line under Under Armour there. Yeah, well-deserved. Well Steph Curry, from all reports, are, he's he's a legitimate, just good dude. Still a human. He, you know, he makes mistakes. He seems to have really good intentions with his charity fans. He, you know, it just seems like uh, it couldn't happen to a better guy, honestly. And, and mm-hmm. an amazing basketball player who, it, from what, you know, Bird and Magic uh, revolutionized the game in the 80s. Jordan took it to another level in the 90s. Shaq and Kobe continued that Jordan legacy. Mm-hmm. But then Steph Curry really brought in this new era of basketball that we have going on right now. The outside shooting, the ball movement, the motion offense, the unselfish play that, you know, that all it can be attributed to Steph Curry and what the Warriors have done, honestly, and the system that they run and they run that system because of the the, the skill set that Steph Curry has. He still has his haters out there that oh he's a system player you know he wouldn't he can't carry a team well yeah I mean, yeah he's not Giannis you know he's not somebody you can just throw the ball to and he's just gonna bully himself in and and dunk but that doesn't necessarily win a championship you need to have a good system and you're and but it takes great players to to make a good system work Steph Curry is a great player. And he and you you could he could put him in any system and he's gonna make it work. So yeah, he's a system player, whatever that means. Steph Curry's a great player. He's revolutionized the game. He deserves to be the face of a, of a brand. Yeah, you know, and in, in, not this year, but in years past, he's always been in the running for you know MVP and whatnot. And problem is, is Kevin Durant was also on his team, you know, and everything. But um, speaking of uh, the awards, MVP and whatnot, they did announce. 
the finalist for each category. So you, you got your six man of the year award uh, finalists that were just announced. I'll go ahead and read those off. Brent, you got your wish there. You got uh, Montrezl Harrell, Dennis Schroeder, and Lou Williams in there for the, uh, the six man of the year finalists. Yep. Most improved player was announced. The uh, finalist is Bam Adebayo, Luka Doncic, and Brandon Ingram. The MVP finalists that were announced were Giannis Antetokounmpo, James Harden, and LeBron James. No surprise there. I think we all talked about that, and we all agreed there that those were going to be the, the finalists, as well as Defensive Player of the Year with Giannis, AD, and like you mentioned, Brent Gobert. So I think we did pretty good here on NBA Today and around the association with selecting yeah. our uh, our top players for these awards, and it looks like uh, they listened to us. So that message we sent in last week, uh, it was like the Adam Silver and the commissioner kind of took that to heart, huh? Yeah, that's right. You know, uh, I was able to get Adam Silver's home number posted online where the I got it from the same place the, the players got it. It was actually on a, like a 4chan uh, dark web channel that I was uh, that I found at 3 a.m. while well, digging pages. deep, digging deep into the interwebs. Yeah, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and I, I let them know. I said, hey, you know, Brent and Doug from Hoopball around the association. Here's our picks. Make it happen, or well, nothing will happen because we don't have any power. But we would like <laughs> to really see that happen. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, I think that they, the the league did a good job there with narrowing that down. So, and, you know, Brent, you mentioned Hoopball, and you know, I do want to do give a shout out to the creators of HoopBall. And, you know, if you guys don't know about HoopBall, make sure you go over step one, check out our website. It's hoop-ball.com. That's hoop-ball.com. We have a great community over there. We're more basketball family over there. We're trying to help out you guys as well. So if you have any uh, NBA fantasy uh, questions that you want to run across or DFS content, it's all over there. Check out the website. We have some great podcasts, team podcasts. We have our uh, HoopBall gaming podcast. You know, Dan Bespris does a great job with uh, Hoopball Fantasy uh, podcast as well. So check us out on the forums over there. Uh, and if you have any questions for me specifically, you can find me on Twitter. That's at KYProBasketball, where I tweet out nightly stats from all players that have gone pro from the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Brent, where can they find you? They can find me uh, at Brent, and then uh, it's at the Fantasy Dick on Twitter. Uh, it's not what it sounds like. Uh, I'm just a big fan of fantasy and uh, can occasionally be a jerk on some of the comment boards. So that's where that name comes from. But yeah, we love to talk on there. Uh, the whole the whole ball crew, follow them for, you know, lots of lots of basketball content. Um, just a lot of fun stuff um, if you're a big fan of the NBA. Thanks for joining us here on another uh, episode of Around the Association, guys. Make sure you catch us next week. Be safe out there. We'll see you. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.